This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is Erin McGowan, certified personal trainer, who's got ranch dressing on her shoe. This is Ryan Stanger, certified personal trainer and coffee cake pushback plater. Woo! And you have found the dumbbells, a comedy fitness podcast. Committed to bringing you inspiration, motivation, and sometimes information. Hey, dumbbells, let's get dumb. 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 Um, I did spill ranch on my on my shoes right before this podcast. I figured. And I was so mad because ranch doesn't just rinse off. It does, but it's it's like it's You think it's gone and then it comes right back. It's like once it dries, uh it's back. You're like, oh, I got it good and wet. I did it early enough. We're fine. And then you get out in the Mm. sun and then it dries. And then it's like, guess what's back? Ranch crust. I'm so upset. I'm so upset. I think it's going to be okay. They're already in the wash. I am upset. Um, so, what shoes? It's on my mind. My shoes. My shoes. I use all the time. My Adidas. Just your like, sneakers. Trainers. Yeah. The English yeah. people call them trainers. And Tennis shoes. Trainers. They're the black ones, which I use less, and so they're like the best shape. Like they're in the best shape. Mm-hmm. And so they're really comfortable. Mm. So I use them when I go on my walks. Anyways, now they're freaking covered in ranch. Mm. And I. How much ranch did you spill? Like a big milk jug of it or something? Or <laughs> There was a. I had a leftover container. It was like just one of those like, like a cup sizes. It was like a cup size that you get from like, um, you know, a, a restaurant will put a little bit on the side, you know, the side of ranch. And I just dropped it. Instead yeah. of it going in the garbage, I dropped it to the ground. And it wasn't full, but it was not empty. Mm. Mm. Oh, sorry. It, it's just Did fresh. that some bitch capsize right on the shoes or did it like like hit the ground and then fly up into the air and a glop landed? <laughs> exactly that. Exactly yeah. that. Glop oh, landing. my gosh. Anyways. Glop landing. I, <laughs> my dogs were very, they were, they were on place, so they did not come lick it off the ground, thankfully. Wow. But they... They were like worried because I was yelling curse words. <laughs> Anyways, what's your go-to uh, swear and consternation and frustration? I think I did just say the f word a bunch of times for this. Mm. That's not always my go-to, but it is like when I am frustrated, I do just drop the f bomb over and over. Mm-hmm. I get you. Yeah, man, What's that's yours? maddening. If you uh, yeah. dropped ranch on your shoe, I know it would be like a weird day for you, but what would you say? Probably the C word. Um, no. Crap. Um, yeah. <laughs> or or the other one. Oh, crap. <laughs> like uh, Jennifer Coolidge or something. Oh, crap. Um <laughs> Seems like something. I don't even know if she would do that, but it seems like something. She would, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's I mean, the last time you had ranch dressing? Be honest. I mean, I would have it. I just, it's been, you know, probably 20 years or something. I don't know. No, I, I, I don't know. Uh, 
<laughs> I like it. I would have it. I don't know. I, I don't know when the last time it's been, though. You know, I'm always kind yeah. of doing, like, if I'm doing salad dressing, I'm doing red wine vinegar and olive oil. And then yeah, if I'm doing some kind of dip, I like to do hummus. Um, yeah. I don't want to waste it on ranch. I want to do a little hummus, get a little hummus going. Some more interesting kind of texture and flavor for me, but I do I do like ranch. Ain't yeah. nothing. Against I mean, it's ranch. it's it hasn't changed in twenty years. I'll tell you that. So, <laughs> but yeah, I, I will it, say the best ranch dressing that I have found is from California Chicken Cafe. That's oh, where this ranch stuff. was from. It's so good, and I don't know what it is. It's not quite so, like, it's not so thick as, like, Hidden Valley, which I still love a Hidden Valley, but it feels more like a, that feels more like a dip for, like, chicken nuggets. This feels like a dressing. Like, it's a little thinner. Hmm. So when it fell to the ground and went everywhere, it was really just a, a bloodbath. It was just a mess. <laughs> so frustrating and F-word yeah. Making sane and for a lot of reasons. One, it's because it was so liquid; it just it's everywhere. It just Confetti, mm-hmm. like yeah. a Jackson Pollock painting, like an action painting. Two, <laughs> maddening because you like that kind of ranch and you would like to have yep. it around for as long as it's yep. possible. You don't want to waste it. And right. three, it, because was, it was on the good, it was on the shoes that have the best form. Best that, shoes, yeah. yeah. God, it's tough. A three prong, three prong downfall. Yeah, um, and I know you're about to tell everyone what the episode is about, but I was going to tell you what I want to pitch as the title of this episode. Okay. I, I think it should be called Core Galore. Core Galore? I like it. That's, that's, that's the stupidest thing I've ever walked around my house saying, going, I think this If you were a Bond girl, would that be your name? Core Galore? Yeah. Probably not, because my core is weak. Um, but it could be my like dream, like my goal name, you know? Yeah. Core well, I mean, if I'm sure if you, you know, book the part, you'd, you know, spend some time. Oh, yeah. I'd hire the people to get me there, you know? Yeah. Get you, hire you know, the get person to knock the ranch out of my hand for me. <laughs> Spin kick get- that ranch out of your... <laughs> I will say ranch is something I've let back into my life while I am pregnant. Yeah. It, it, it isn't a staple all the time because it is, for me, it's a slippery slope. It's also one of those like it trigger memory. Like what's that? That trigger memory is not the right word, but it like takes me back to tater tots and ranch in my parents' living room <laughs> as a 19 yeah, year old. Tale. Yeah, putting that 30 pounds on in three months. Um, and I wasn't pregnant then. So um, <clears throat> it does have a little bit of a, you know, there's some triggers with my ranch, but I have let it in for this time and it is wonderful. That's cool. I remember um, you definitely could plus up a veggie tray, you know, get a little ranch going. Absolutely. I, I liked blue cheese dressing when I was a kid. That was like, I feel like, I had access to that before ranch. It was like the ranch seemingly, maybe it was around, but I wasn't, I wasn't getting access to it or I didn't know about it. And so I would get blue cheese a lot as a kid. And that's a pretty (laughs) gnarly thing to get as a kid. As a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Like little eight year old Ryan Stanger going, 
I'd like some blue cheese on the side, please. Yeah. Thank you so much. I imagine you were at like a like a Chili's type place, but from the I mean, what, 70s? you know, at that young, at that young, well, no, that'd be the eighties. That's all good, right, good right. stuff, though. Very fun, uh, very funny, very hilarious. Um, <laughs> ageism is hilarious. Uh, <laughs> my parents had restaurants, and so you know. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. In restaurant. Uh, that's you know, why I think that's why you were fancy. We've talked about it. you were a fancy kid because be. of that, and that that makes sense for blue cheese. You had a, a palate beyond your years. Yeah, I know people like it on wings. Um, mm, blue cheese yeah. dressing. It's a wing oft companion. Uh, maybe it cools them down a little bit. Some people oh, do yeah. ranch. Um, I don't know. So this episode, as you know by the Aaron's tease and the title is Core Galore. We are talking about the core, oft neglected. Um, and so Aaron's going to talk about some pregnancy specific exercises, but really anybody could do them. And I, I think if you're a core beginner, they may be beneficial. And then I'll kind of throw some of mine in there too. And we'll just have a general discussion about it. It was one of those things that got a lot of heat for a while. And then now people have kind of, they ain't talking about it as much, you know, it ain't as hot anymore as it used to be. You know what I mean? It ain't so hot. Oh, I, you gotta get on TikTok. Everyone talks about it over there. <laughs> core galore over on TikTok. I just feel like, um, I just feel like you see both sides of this coin of like a bunch of people, influencers that are like, oh, you want to lose your belly fat? Do these three moves. And then mm. you have the other side of that coin that are also influencers. And they're like, if you see influencers tell you that you can lose your belly fat from doing ab workouts, you're wrong. This is what you need to do and instead. And so you have everyone's, you know, doing their... It it is fascinating now that we have these two kind of cottage industries from an influencer standpoint. You have the people that take definitive hardline approaches, do these three things to get results. And then you have people that have made it their brand and business to take those people down. Yes. If you're, so that's, they exist solely to like, if you find somebody out there that's telling you that you can do it in two moves, know that they're false. <laughs> You know, and then they're like a whole like little <laughs> video post about that. And then sometimes yeah. they'll like have their little face popping in with that person's post, you know? Yep. And that, Which so. I think is the most savage. Yeah. It's like mystery I, science three feeder 3000 yeah. on somebody's, you know, <laughs> workout video. Yeah. Uh, you think that's going to take you across the finish line? Not so fast. <laughs> Doesn't work. I just, I made the mistake of like looking up like, cause, because I, you know, I am pregnant spoiler to everyone that just popped in for the first time. Um, 18 core weeks, galore. by the way, mm -hmm. core galore. This is where and this is my I, entry point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're a brand new listener. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> core galore. Got him. Um, I have a marketing background. No, I don't. Um, the, Got the I was looking bump. up like core moves yeah, and then my algorithm just all went to like people with like really intense abdominal muscles, like visual abdominal muscles. Mm. And it was like, no, I'd like to go back to like ways to decorate a baby nursery and 
yeah. updates on Love is Blind. Instead, now I just have ripped people and I'm just like soft. Yeah, I will say that. <laughs> and I'm just soft. So I'm going to have to go back in and kind of juke the stats a little bit to uh, get your uh, yeah. get back into the nesting stuff. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that is that was the that was uh that was sad. But I do have I have been working with a prenatal postnatal trainer and she's been having me do some stuff that made me feel like okay, I can I can be a little more creative than just going I won't do core for the next <laughs> 7 months, months or whatever. 8 months. Yeah. However long this fucking thing is. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? I don't. Um, so I, yeah. And I don't like to do sit-ups and I don't like to do like core specific moves. That's never a thing. I'm like, Ooh, let me just go for it. Um, so having someone make me do that, uh, has been nice. So the accountability you abs guy, I, I can get on a, a good, roll with it. It's not something that like is a half hour of my workout every day, like clockwork, but you know, I can get on a good roll where I'm doing it pretty regularly and, um, you know, fitting it in there. And I have like, um, you know, a pretty well-rounded approach and we'll do, you know, different, uh, you know, working kind of like working something static, working something dynamic, um, I don't really load up with resistance too much because I'm already maybe a nat a little naturally thick waisted, even when I'm lean, you know, like I, my trunk can get a little thick. And so I'm not looking to put any whoa, muscle. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> What's that? I just said, I heard you say, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. We don't need to hear about your trunk. <laughs> I'm not talking about my dick getting bigger when I do weighted ab exercises. Oh my god. I I didn't say that, but I was implying it. You're right. Okay. <laughs> Man, sorry. I watched um an Action Boys, what was it? An Action Boys ad that you guys did where you were yeah. talking about <laughs> Oh god. The, because of the Action Boys, you you can, <laughs> you can make your wife have an orgasm? Is this what the ad was? Oh, almost. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> it's really funny, but I almost barfed, laughed when I saw it the first time. So everyone go check it out if you haven't already, which yeah, we really have. <laughs> parodying those influencer ads that like you just see tons of, you know, where it's like, it just it's seems really like people funny. like sitting around having a conversation, but they're clearly like doing it at, Hey, you know what's <laughs> fucking crazy is pure fina protein. You know, they're like, what? <laughs> it's like, oh, great ad, mind pump. Um, <laughs> okay, sorry. So you have a thick trunk. What do you do? Yeah, too much? so I don't, I don't, I don't load up too much with weight. You know, some people are doing a lot of, you know, they're doing like the, um, the tricep ropes and they're doing, you know, bent, you know, bent at the waist and, or like weighted V ups or on a slam yeah. board with resistance. And for me, like, I don't really need to do that there. I have enough, you know, kind of 
size there, you know, or mass now there. You're doing so it's on purpose. <laughs> girth. I have enough girth. Um, but, uh, oh my god, that's <laughs> that's it. That's, that's where it. I crossed over into being inappropriate. Yep. <laughs> um, but I want to make it strong, uh, you know, my core strong and efficient and um, healthy and protect my spine and all that kind of stuff. So I do, yeah. you know, I do train it functionally and I train it movement based too. Like I'll do, some people say like, you get absolutely no benefit from traditional crunches at all or sit-ups. Absolutely right. nothing at all, nothing at all, nothing <laughs> at all. And like, I think that you know, in addition to other things can be good, you know, some dynamic based movement based stuff, you know, and I do like yeah. all the, you know, the kind of dead bugs and kind of, um, um, you know, physical therapy type things too. Um, yeah, that's actually yeah. the, the bird dog bird dog is like yeah. a huge one in the pregnancy world. Um, but it's also huge for beginners with core because it really is, uh, and we, we, I don't know if you want to jump into it, but it is like actually a really good move. You can do like the, and I'm going to make uh, videos so you guys can see what I'm talking about. But, um, but bird dog, you can do it without the crunch or you can do it with a crunch. And when you are super, super pregnant, crunching isn't really like kind of possible anymore, but just alternating the, you know, right arm extended, left arm or left leg extended, and then just switching the sides that is also really helpful for your core as well. Um, so I just, that one I have been doing and it is challenging already and I'm not even that, that pregnant. Yeah. That, I mean, it's, it's a good one. I think even if you're pretty advanced with that stuff, you know, having that movement, um, or that position kind of in there that you visit from time to time is beneficial. And so I, I just kind of like breezed over it. But when I was saying, you know, st static versus dynamic and, you know, working all aspects of those abdominal muscles. So I think if you're, you know, especially when you're just starting out, you just want to be in the right position and um, f having the right muscles fire. So oftentimes you'll just hold the position. So if it's bird dog, you're just, you're essentially on all fours um, mm. uh, with a flat back. Yeah, and tabletop. And you're yeah, tabletop back. And you're extending your, you know, opposite arm and opposite leg um, into full extension and not letting them, you know, turn up towards, the, you're keeping them flat and neutral and then holding it out in full extension. And to start with, you just hold that position and then, you know, you could do it for, depending on how long you can uh, maintain the movement or sorry, maintain the posture properly is, you know, about how long you should hold, you know, the first couple of reps. So, you know, starting with like a 10 second hold and then building. And then like Aaron was saying, if you're, you know, if you don't have any like limitations with pregnancy or injury, then you can start adding a movement to it. And I think doing a combination of both is beneficial. That's where you're going to get the most out of it. So starting with some static stuff, then turning it into dynamic. And then, you know, you can have different days where you're doing different things you know, two where you have like a, a little bit more of a movement based day. Um, and then another day where you're going a little bit more, you know, where you're just holding the positions or, you know, doing a combination of them, uh, a few times a week, um, with your, yeah. you know, with your core days too, movement and, you know, 
and, and just holding the postures. Yeah. God, I hate holding them still. <laughs> it can be a little tedious, you know, and then yeah. it's like, and then if you don't have somebody keeping score for you, you know, you got to like, you know, use your iPhone timer or something and that can be a little cumbersome, but yeah. it's all pretty, you know, now with like, you know, having a stopwatch on you all the time, it is, it is pretty doable. You know, the challenge is just yeah. making sure you don't bullshit yourself and you just, you do it fucking right. And so, you know, what, if you feel like you're starting to cheat or whatever, or that you're, you're being compromised and you're positioning, then you bail, you know, and then you adjust the time yeah. accordingly. I mean, the key is, you know, it doesn't, it does not going to benefit you to do it wrong. So you want to do it right. Yeah. That's actually a good point. You could, um, you could again, video yourself on your phone and like, just look at it and make sure everything looks good. If you don't have like a mirror nearby or, um, I will, I will record myself in a place that I can see the timer on the recording sometimes so that I can just do both on one thing. Does that make sense? Yeah. Sort of. <laughs> yeah it does. <laughs> but I mean, can't you, know, you always see the timer going on the recorder? I don't know. I, I think for as long as I'm doing them, you can. Yeah. It's my, like, if I do it on my watch, it goes, like, it goes dark every mm. few seconds. So I'm always, like, having to, like, lift an arm to, like, poke it <laughs> or to try to, like, turn my wrist. So I feel like my watch is only okay at it. Um, is there a so, setting oh. adjustment you can make? It seems like. I don't know, oh. actually. I'm, maybe. I'll, I'll look it up. Come on, Apple. <laughs> This I paid fucking nine hundred dollars for you to turn off <laughs> while I got the stopwatch going. <laughs> fucking for you piece to go dark. Come on. Fucking um, piece of also shit. for Siri to interrupt all of my conversations with just saying, "I'm not sure I understand," and I'm like, "No one, no one was talking to you." Yeah, but to be fair to Siri, to be fair to Siri, you don't make much sense. <laughs> She's often right. Wow, 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 wow. Do not have wow. an Apple Watch. Um Oh yeah, you just have your aura ring that does sass you, and that's fine. Yeah, the aura ring shuts the fuck up. So <laughs> don't make a fucking peep. Um but also, you know, I can't uh get on the internet with it. You know what I mean? Can't I don't think I can get on the uh, Siri seems to never be able to get on the internet. She's wanting to talk to me right now. Oh my gosh, shut the frick up. Okay, I'm going to stop saying her name. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what do you think about weighted like marches? Beetlejuice. <laughs> Honestly, <Yeah>. yes. Um, weighted marches. What do you think? You do them? You For not core? Do them? Yeah. Uh, weighted in what sense? Like, um, well for, for my stage where I'm at, I can either hold them down, like weighted, like, uh, dumbbells, like in my hands to the side, or I can do a dumbbell up at my chest. You can also do dumbbells overhead, but that also changes it to make it more. And you're just stability. you're just abducting your legs up in a yes. like a standing position. I yeah. mean, I don't I, I, I get 
how they could be beneficial, you know, just again, holding that posture and then adding a little movement with your legs to it. Um, and keeping a neutral spine, I'd imagine is, you know, is how you're being coached on that. So I could see how right. it'd be beneficial. I never do them, but I could see how they'd be beneficial. And then also, you know, having to maintain that posture with, you know, the challenge of added weight. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's a cool thing. I, so I feel like that that combines dynamic and static in an interesting way because you're using yeah. different stabilizing muscles and different, you know, muscles to execute movement. What I will say with this one for me is I have to be very, I have to take these very slowly and really focus on where I want to feel this because otherwise I could just like march around all day and it doesn't really feel like anything is actually happening this and um halos are very similar to me um do you know halos describe it's like where you um you it's like a kettlebell or a dumbbell but you take like one arm or oh yeah yeah, you yeah, say yeah. It's a dumbbell you take it kind of around your head and yeah. back to center um and so both the weighted marches and the halo are both ones that i have to focus to actually feel my core activate instead of just like flinging the weight around my head and just moving on with my day. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, I mean, I definitely. I would say in the kind of ones that incorporate some static element, there's a way that you can cheat it and there's a way that you can actually get the yeah. most out of it. Yeah. And, you know, the most obvious example um, or the, maybe the most relatable because people, a lot of people have done it is plank, you know, so mm -hmm. there's a way you can do plank to where you're letting your stomach kind of dump out um, and your booty poke up in the air a little bit too much or whatever. And you don't feel it at all. And you're like, I could stay here for two hours you right. know? <laughs> or there's a way that you can like, right. you know hold the position the right way, make it very challenging. And, you know, it's completely different. So it's like, I always say, I would cue my clients. Like you're, it's like, you're trying, you're not letting yourself do it, but you're trying to pull your elbows to your toes, you know? Ooh. Yeah. It's like, you're, you, you, you're good. like, you're trying to jackknife without letting yourself jackknife, you know? Yeah. And so that's a way that you can kind of get those waist muscles to fire. Um, in a way that they normally wouldn't if you just kind of. Right. Yeah. Wow, cool. A little behind the scenes on how Stinger trains. Elbows to toes. Yeah. Well, Jam those elbows back towards your toes. It's um, mine you, now. Yeah, you can. And it's weird just making that subtle distinction in your mind, you know, because you're not actually yeah. doing that. It, it completely right. changes the exercise in a way that's remarkable. Um, and you, you know, experiment, try it on yourself and you'll, you'll see what I'm talking about. It elevates it in a way um, that. What, what would you say thrilling. for a beginner is the best plank to do for a beginner, beginner? Like, like, hi, I've never been to the gym before. Would you even say to do a plank? I mean, well, there's, so I guess you're, there's two schools of thought. There's just holding the push-up position, right? Mm -hmm. So elbows aren't on the ground. The palms are on the ground or, um, going from the elbows and, uh, having your knees on the ground. Um, you know, okay. 
So like a forearm plank with on your knees? Yeah. Okay, cool. I think probably, you know, that at least gets you in close to the right body position. And yeah. I mean, you're not getting a ton of core when you're doing that at all, but it's getting you in that body position. And then, you know, oftentimes when you have somebody who's a beginner um, or who hasn't done a lot of this kind of core stuff or hasn't done a plank, stuff will happen to where they're, they're trying to, and they're like, I don't feel it in my abs at all. I just feel it in my arms. Like my shoulders are getting tired because they've never yeah. held that position in their shoulders for that long, you know? And right. so you kind of have to build up the, you know, ancillary muscles so that you're able to, you know, and those muscles will build up really fast. They'll, they'll get functionally strong fast. And then you'll be able to, you know, your core, your, your core muscles will then get the work that they need. But, you know, sometimes there's a little bit of a growth curve to kind of, you know, get into the right space to where you're the, the right muscles are getting the work. You know, you have to get that kind of baseline yeah. level of fitness that we talk about a lot up um, right. to a certain level. So, you know, sometimes just doing something that puts you in the right body position and practicing at that for a while, um, you know, and it probably would only take you maybe a week, you know, two weeks of doing that before you're, you're, you're in the right space to where you're doing it. Cause it's these, these muscles are made to kind of fire all day long anyway. And so it doesn't take a lot to wake them up. And once they're awake, you can, you know, Keep them going. That's Push why it. was. That's why it's why the core is one of those things that you want to kind of visit every week. Um, you know, some people do it every day, but probably not necessary in my opinion. But I think you yeah. should be doing something for your core every week. And if you have issues with, you know, mobility with your back, um, you know, oftentimes it's because there's some weak spot in your core, um, and so, you know, beyond just kind of stretching those hamstrings or you know, trying to touch your toes or working on your back mobility, strengthening your core sometimes can alleviate some of that back pain. And so, you know, oftentimes you'll find if you work with a physical therapist and you think it's back related and they have you doing all this ab stuff and you're like, what the hell is this? <laughs> I, it's my, it's my backside that's hurt, not my front side. But you find that when you, you know, strengthen that core, then that takes a lot of pressure off the back. I mean, you know, sometimes that, that pain or that, you know, that, um, you know, those, those wrong muscles kind of tensing or guarding is happening because they're, um, they're doing more work than they should have to. And so you have to wake those core muscles up so that those back muscles get a break. And then, you know, that'll yeah. alleviate the back pain to put it in gross, simple terms. Hey, that, those are, that's for our listeners, you know? Hey, yo. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, everybody? Big Rye interrupting the episode because I wanted to talk to you guys about a supplement that I absolutely love. They're a sponsor for the show. Very exciting that they have chosen to partner with us because they are cool. We do have some clout, some swag, because Athletic Greens has decided to work with us. Tons of cool kids are talking about it and using it. And the reason is... It's great. Um, I make Athletic Greens part of my daily routine because as you guys know, I'm a supplement nutrition freak, super freak, freaking meow. 
Uh, and I love to take all different kinds of supplements and, you know, look into nutrition and I wanted to get the very best and I wanted to streamline my life and athletic greens was the perfect answer to all those requirements that I had. Um, and so now I'm waking up in the morning, getting a little spring water, fresh ice cold spring water. I'm mixing in some athletic greens. I know that I'm getting 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. And I'm starting my day right. Um, it's better than starting with a, a big fat rail of cocaine, I tell you that much. Um, and I got to tell you guys, I feel good, man. I feel lean. I feel, um, I feel like I've got some nutritional and health insurance. Um, and it's lifestyle friendly. So whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, dairy free, gluten free, whatever you are, it's got you covered. And it doesn't cost that much. Doesn't cost that much. Um, by cost, I meant cost. Uh, we're looking at about three bucks a day. You could be spending that three bucks on, you know, a pack of Pokemon cards. Um, they cost more than that. Maybe you want that Charizard in a you know pack of Pokemons that's hard to get. You're wasting your money and you're not getting any nutrition from that because you can't eat those cards. You can just maybe sell them to like Logan Paul or to uh, Post Malone or something like that. But your body's not getting any benefit from it, um, even if you know it is a cool Instagram post that you can do. Um, look. Uh, you don't have to take my word for it. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. 7,000, dudes. That is a huge number. Way bigger than 5,000. Way bigger than four. Bigger than three, that's for sure. And a hell of a lot bigger than zero. Uh, so right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. Just one scoop and a cup of water every day, that's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash dumbbells. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash dumbbells to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Now back to the episode. Okay, so modified side planks. So I would say, I think like what I'm seeing, at least for being a pregnant person, is not a lot of people doing full out um, planks. Um, I think eventually it's a, 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 a no-go. A, it's like a problem with like your belly's touching the ground. <laughs> but yeah. um, I, haven't, I haven't done, I haven't delved delved too deep into like what's up with that because I was doing them in my early second trimester um but like kind of shorter planks like 20 seconds 30 seconds and like really focusing on pulling my core up but the modified side plank is all over the place for pregnant people. And I would say also a good one for beginners because you can modify it in a bunch of different ways that you can adjust how much of your body weight you're actually putting on your core and your arm. So okay. like for me, I am right now using 
one leg as support. Yeah. And so I'm on my side, I'm on my forearm and I just bring the top leg down so that my foot touches the ground. And then I'm using that leg to kind of support my body. Um, so I can do like side plank up downs or side plank holds. Um, which I like a lot because I think side planks are uncomfortable just all the time when I'm pregnant or not. And so I like this. I like the permission. I know I can always have permission to do a modified, but I do have a little bit of, you know, our as long as you forge that permission slip. What? As long as you forge that permission slip, forge that permission slip. Um, so this gives me a little permission to take the modified version and have a great time. So I am enjoying the modified. Yeah. Again, you know, sorry for doubling down on this, but always can't reiterate it enough. The most important thing, especially with this stuff, with everything you do in exercise is that you're doing it right. So make modifications, make adjustments, grant yourself permission to, modify as needed um, so that you're doing sort of executing the movement correctly. Um, one, you can injure yourself if you're doing it wrong. And two, you're just, you're not getting the benefit from it, from it. If you're not doing it right, you'll never improve. So yeah. it doesn't, you know, saying like I can side plank for 20 minutes uh, when you're doing it wrong, it, you don't get it. You know, <laughs> God, 20 minutes. Wow. Cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's not doing anything for you. So I don't, I don't, we don't want you guys wasting ye time. Yeah, uh, that's right. We love, we love ye time. Um, you spend it with us. And so, you know, that's we cutting into that your- very seriously. You cutting into your dumbbells listening? <laughs> doing fucking side plank wrong? Yikes. Nah, dude. Mm, yikes. <laughs> Bad, duh. <laughs> <laughs> so- you know, if you're going to do a 20 minute plank, we want to know that you did it right. And we want a video with timestamps to prove it. And we will post you everywhere. Yeah. What's the longest plank you've ever done? Do you know? Oh, uh, I mean, nothing crazy. I, I don't know. A couple minutes, something like that. You know, maybe in like some dumb class, I might've been doing it wrong too. Or it's like, we're going to hold the 10 minute plank, you know, or something sure. dumb, you know, and you're just like, who knows what I was doing. Um, you know, as far as in my workouts, you know, I'm not doing anything crazy long. I'm, I'm trying to do it in amongst other things where I have a little pre fatigue going into it. So it's like, not like I need the plank to do all the heavy lifting, pardon the pun for me. So, you know, I would say in my workouts, it's probably hitting like a minute, but I'm trying to do it right in amongst other things, you know, usually something dynamic, um, so that I'm already, I already have a little fatigue going into it. And then, you know, sometimes doing it like with pushups, you know, can be cool too, God. you know? Yeah. That's the worst. That's Cause the that can worst, kind of like up the ante on the pushups and then ups the ante on the plank too. And so yeah. you're, you know, much. everything's, everything's boining, boining. Sorry. I got a that <laughs> California accent coming through. Is that what that is? Coffee. Boining. <laughs> I'm from California. California. That's what I thought when I heard it. Um, California. Uh, Arnold out there making the rounds, hawking his new book. Be useful. 
It's I been know, nice I know. Him. He was just on Jimmy Kimmel. That's what I... Uh, he was like one of Jimmy Kimmel's first guests post-writer's post strike. Post-writer's strike, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, then of course, then I have my animals, you know, I'm feeding Lulu and Whiskey and Schnelly, you know, <laughs> the different animals. <laughs> Schnelly's Are you going to get his book? Should we review his book on the pod? Yeah, might as well. I, I'd get it. I like it. I mean, it's a lot of like straight ahead stuff, you know, it's. In yeah, it's wake, motivational, a, in, right? Yeah, yeah, and it's all kind of like, you know, wake up and have a healthy breakfast, and then you get to go <laughs> to the gym and train, and you get to make sure that you're exercising day and night, and <laughs> that, that that you're training hard. You know, you're just like, okay, well, all right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think that's like, I am fascinated by, by him in terms of like, what is he going to give to me that I can actually use? Like, yeah, he is an anomaly of a human being. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, I'll have a healthy well, I like, breakfast. <laughs> I like what he's doing. I mean, it's, it's one of those things that like, sometimes you need to hear the right thing from the right person. Yeah. That's and true. so, you know, you may not be the right base for him, but when the student's ready, the teacher appears. And so, yeah. you know, for somebody that's just loved his movies to have him, you know, in print saying to you, you're capable of this and you can do this and you should go to the gym and you can't have a healthy breakfast. And this is kind of what I have. And you're like, Oh, that's what Arnold's doing. I'll do it too. You know, I mean, for you as a trainer, it might not, you know, no, I mean, might- just the shit you're saying, I'm like, okay, I'll buy the book. Yeah. I'd like <laughs> some, I'd like some motivation from Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Eight I did hear ago, I was like, nah. <laughs> I did hear him on some show, and he's so matter of fact, you know, like he came from no running water, you know, yeah, it, you know, post World War II Austria, you know, and so th- yeah. there's just yeah, the and like no running water, you know, poor family and all this kind of shit, and that's so why he's talking now, like you know, tools. He's trying to give my kids tools um to uh to be successful and he had like a son that wasn't turning out his lights maybe it was patrick we don't know um and so he said you know i'm saying to him you know he's he's four years old and these things and he's not turning his light off and i'm saying you have to turn your light off because it's the right thing to do and you're wasting electricity and every day you don't turn your light off i'm going to unscrew a light bulb in your room and then eventually it's going to be dark and so like you're like okay and then like he's Trying to make this like relatable, and so that every day he's forgetting to turn the light off again, and then I'm taking, I'm going to his chandelier in his room. It's chandelier. See, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, one. Yeah, well, unscrewing one light bulb, and then you know, eventually, like all the lights, light bulbs in the chandelier were un, unscrewed. Four hundred so days later, he's yeah. finally learned his lesson. <laughs> But I, I did like, love. I had like two light bulbs in my room as a kid. Yeah, <laughs> never was light enough in my room. Frankly, you know, it was just like, <laughs> can I get something overhead for Christ's sake? Um, oh my god, that's so. But I also funny. do love that he doesn't try to pretend like his kids don't have money or whatever, too. But it was, right. you know, I was like, oh, <laughs> you kind of had people, and then you lost them there. You know, and so then I'm climbing up to his chandelier, and, you know, and then unscrewing the light bulb, and then. You know, he's saying, Daddy, it's dark. It's so good. That is so funny. Yeah. 
one by one every day i will take a tiny light bulb out of your giant chandelier yeah oh what a cool life good for yeah, them on, yeah on his you know getting into his like hummer limousine shooting terminator 3 for 30 million dollars unscrewing you know chandelier light bulbs <laughs> in his son's room <laughs> Man, were you that um, were you that inventive with stone, with your punishments? You know, here's the deal: the stone is ver- like a very nice guy. Um, he's got a nice, calm disposition. Uh, he doesn't really get in a ton of trouble. Uh, he's an only child. And so the problem is, and he doesn't have, like, like I said, he's an only child. So not having brothers and sisters, there's, there's not that natural lesson in sharing that he learns, you know, because it's just kind of like, you know, can have what he wants. And because he's nice, you don't really have to, it's not like I've had to take things away from him. You know, he just does essentially whatever we say. You know, and is like what you would so want cool. as a as a kid. So what I kind of had to do, and you know, I, I guess to varying degrees of success, but w- was just like every like five or six things, just say no. <laughs> you know, it's like no. he just ha- he has to at least hear no sometimes. You know, right. so that he can, it's not like a shock for him in his life. You know, because. Huh. Yeah, and so you know, sometimes he would just ask for stuff, and I'd just be like, no, you know. Now you had enough or whatever, you know, even though it doesn't (laughs) probably really matter, you know, but just so that he's used to, you know, having a little bit of like gravity in his life, like a little out. I don't want him to be like a piece of veal, you know? Right. Um, Yeah. 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 But there's stuff like, you know, it's interesting now with kids, they're so, they're so guarded and it's just kind of how parenting is. And, you know, maybe it's unique to Los Angeles in some respects, but you know, kids don't really walk anywhere. Um, I used to ride my bike to friends' houses and, you know, not to like be wistful about the good old days or anything, but that kind of stuff is good because you just got a little bit of sense of direction and, you know, could figure things out. And, and, yeah. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. okay, I'll, I want to do this. So I'll get on my bike and I'll go and I'll figure out how to get there. And then, Ooh, this isn't the right way back. You know, and you kind of like learn or you ask directions and troubleshoot a little bit. Like it's all these like kind of valuable worldly skills you get from doing that. that They're just, they completely miss. And so, you know, like now I'll have him, even though we could always have a ride for him because there's no bus. He's in, he's in the public school system, but there's no buses for LA Unified, but I'll have him walk home a few days and yeah. What? I mean- I just didn't realize there was no buses. <laughs> At least not for Walter Reed, the 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 middle school that he goes to. Yeah. And don't wow. go try to fucking get his autograph there, people. Okay. <laughs> Please leave him alone, everyone. Uh, and, and me included. So like I'll have or like we'll have him stay home alone, you know, just if I'm running errands. At your or doing address, something. you want to give that out too? <laughs> while yep. you're at it. <laughs> All the pedophiles yep. lean in. Um <laughs> They represent a large listener base. Um, <laughs> uh, but, Is that but where just, we get our main following from? Okay. I always wondered. Yeah. Uh, 
but it's just, it's one of those things where it's just like, in you know, some of his friend's parents thought he thought I was fucking crazy, you know, to do it. But I was like, man, he's got, you know, I mean, what's, when do you decide to do that? When they're 20? I don't know what the fuck, you know, it's like, he's, yeah. you got to at some point, you know, do it. And like, we you know, have a way that he can get in touch with us and. Yeah. But now it doesn't freak him out and he can walk and, you know, he's got some independence, could be left home alone, often prefers it. I mean, you guys spend an hour (laughs) with me once a week. It's like, fucking enough with this guy. (laughs) Go fucking run some errands, you fucking annoying. God, I remember wishing my parents would run errands so that I could stay home and just do whatever I wanted. Oh, it's the best. You'd be walk home from school and just pray that the garage was empty. Like, please, everybody be yeah. home. Please, everybody. <laughs> and be then home. we're going to the ice cream, flipping it over, having at it. Yeah, I'm just fucking. I'm I'm like just taking this box of Teddy Grahams to the dome. I'm gonna watch Denver <laughs> the Last Dinosaur. He's my friend and a whole lot more. Man, you know it's kind of like the bad the bad cartoons where you're just like oh. James Bond Jr. I'll fucking watch I know they were the worst when you got home from school. Yeah. But hey, if you got to watch them, you got to watch them. And whoever and who knows what was on MTV. That I was liked, the real Oh yeah, that was what you would watch. But I did like yeah. the Disney lineup where it was like it was like DuckTales, Tailspin, and Darkwing Duck. I'd watch that shit. Yeah, you were rich. We didn't have Disney because you used to have to that pay wasn't, for it. That wasn't on Disney Channel. That was just on, that was network. I thought you said show. it was Disney. No, I mean, those were, they were Disney cartoons, but they were just running on, on the regular on regular? channels. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. You watch Tailspin? I think you might have had a chandelier. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to throw stones, but. You, you might have had to give them all these different life tools. <laughs> so they're unscrewing and eventually the entire chandelier is dark, you know. Man, oh. I just remember we unscrewed all of my friends. Uh, all like we were like pranking her parents, I guess. And so we unscrewed all of the light bulbs and we replaced them with oranges or limes, like whatever would fit. What a prank. <laughs> I mean, we were like fifth grade, all right, and um, and and the they got us back by waiting till we were watching like some scary movie, and then they like like there was a sliding glass door, and they like threw their bodies against the sliding Jesus. glass door and scared us so badly. We were. So scared. And uh, it was over really fast because then they revealed obviously their faces. But it was it was it was so scary. We were like, we just put oranges in your light bulb places. Yeah. (laughs) So anyways. Wow. 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 Is there any other? You didn't watch watch DuckTales? That was not a Disney Channel thing. I might have been before your time. I, I am. No, I watched DuckTales, but I don't remember. There was like, they had Disney preview weekends, and this was like the holy grail for yeah, no, rich I, kids. I, yeah, I like that. I, I didn't have the fucking Disney Channel, dude. <laughs> okay, well, I... Ugh. 
I don't know. You were t- you've talked about how you ate like like lobster when you were a kid. So I well, just- that was my parents had for a short <laughs> stretch when we lived in Idaho. They they had restaurants. I know. And the second we Anyways, the second I'll- we moved from Idaho, and my dad got out of the it? restaurant business, it was we were mac and cheese. I, I was like, what is this shit? I couldn't order off. I was used to ordering off a menu every night because I would just eat in the restaurant. Damn. I mean, I, I was I, fucked up. I that. can't fucked. remember if and when I watched DuckTales. DuckTales, ooh, that song. Dun, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. yeah, I think yeah. that was just, that ran on regular network. Regular. It was Gummy Bears. Gummy Bears, the, the show that I remember was on the Disney Channel. And I remember seeing that. I feel like fire. that might have been on network too. They like bounced around on their asses. Yeah, but that that one I do remember was on Disney. Uh, maybe it was. I'm sure all that stuff did also run on Disney. That's a but good there point. There was d- definitely a network offering of it, at least when I was growing up. Okay, well, listeners, chime in. Um, <laughs> we need someone. With a really good memory and maybe um, some receipts. Core stuff. So, <laughs> I, yeah, this core, is something that this galore. is something that we've talked about before. But you know, the cardio that you're doing, not, um, you know, maintaining a good posture while you're doing this, also pulls your core into it. So if we we talk about the um, the revolving steps. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. You know, so not draping yourself over the bars there or leaning on the bars or even like the elliptical, you know, so Mm -hmm. maintaining good posture throughout that, you know, that can, that can pull your core into it. Um, functional exercises. So TRX, um, which we just covered recently, you know, that a lot to do with core there, the most of the exercises you do on that involve some core and then you can train core specifically um, on that. So there's, you know, different things that you can do, you know, from an exercise standpoint, you know, you can, and there's even stuff you do like for proprioceptive awareness and core and balance to where you're, you know, doing curls, you know, holding one foot up and, um, or standing on know, a BOSU ball or BOSU ball, like Eric's pad, you know, all that kind of different shit. So adding like a, Uh, Yeah, a pillow, an unstable environment, um, you know, as far as, you know, how you're trying to steady yourself, that can pull your core in and works all those stabilizing muscles in your, um, you know, legs, cores, hips, knees, abs, all that shit. Yeah. Even just on walks, like going on walks, pull the core in, abs tight. Um, That's like one of those things that, you know, I'll get clients that say my lower back hurts and all I did was go on a walk. And, <clears throat> you know, it's it's when you're doing kind of that like long repetitive movement that you think you can just kind of like cruise. If you're feeling lower back pain, just see if pulling in your abs as you walk makes a difference. It might. Yeah. And yeah, also improve your ergonomics just just by being conscious of your core. Right. Yeah. Or biomechanics. Um, the bear pose. That was the last one I was going to talk about with pregnancy. Do you know that that position? It's like it's like a plank, but your knees are bent, but you, you aren't touching the ground. Like the knees aren't touching the ground. 
Um, um, I can picture it. It's such a good move for beginners, um, for beginner core, and for being pregnant too. And also, like, you can make it very challenging if you're an advanced. Um, like doing like plank pull throughs in that bear hold position is so fun and challenging. And also, even just doing like shoulder taps. Um, in that position is also crazy hard and fun. So that's my, that's my current favorite is the bear hold. Is it, is it pulling some hip flexor in by having to keep those knees off the ground? Is that what it's doing? It does a little bit, but one of my favorite things to do, if you're just doing a straight up bear hold, one of my favorite things to try to practice is to let my knees hang loose like weightless almost, but keeping them stable um, by just pulling up my lower abs, like holding my knees or holding my legs in that position without using my hips is oh. my one of my goals um, when I'm doing it, because I think that is. So that's more, more interesting, abs, more abs and hip flexor. Yeah. Now it definitely like if you extend your if you extend one leg back, then it becomes a different a different move essentially. Um, it's a lot more legs, a lot more arms. I can. It's really hard for me to feel my abs in that position, even though I'm mm -hmm. sure they are working. Um, but that's something that my my trainers have me do, and it is really hard. Um. And I don't feel it, like I said, in my abs as much, but it is cool. And it's like a little party trick, especially when you're pregnant. So That's do it. Uh, crazy how much your hip flexors want to do everything, right? It's so crazy. And it's hip also flexors. crazy that like if they like, like when do, do hip what flexors? What do we need them for? Hip flexors get their day, right? We got asses for days. When are we talking hip flexors? Yeah, when are they going to get hot? <laughs> it's really hard for me to say hip flexors. My gosh. I <laughs> I like was started to have a stroke as I said it the last time. Uh, hip flexor. Yeah, it can be a little tricky. Hip flexors. I yeah. I don't know. It really was flexor. a tongue twister for me. Flexor. Hip flexor. Not that tough for me, but I could see... I mean, I'm fumbling <laughs> over shit all the time on this show. For whatever reason, not so much with hip flexor. Uh, I didn't see it coming for me either. Well, we did it, I think, core galore. Without, we didn't talk about, like, crunches, and that's what I can't do. I can't even get out of bed just sitting up like, a, like I used to. I have to, like, roll to my side and get up like a Turkish So there's up. no... you're. <laughs> You're not allowed to do rectus abdominis flexion in the. Yeah, you're not like it's it's like you're not like a it's I don't know. Is someone going to come to my house like the ab police? No, but like you increase your chance of your your I can't remember what it's called right now, but I get emails about it all the time. Um, it's like when your abs split apart. Hold yes, on, I can separation of the abdominal. diastis recti mm. I think is what that's uh what that is but it's like when your abs kind of split apart um which it's like very common it's almost like almost happens to 100% of pregnant people um 
but they exasperated to, if you're doing crunches and sit ups. Yeah, and, shit. and it can happen earlier or like maybe not like naturally. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So and maybe cause more damage like on the like on the on the post end, <laughs> the rear end, like after you've had your baby and everything's yeah. coming back, it might just be a little more challenging. So, um, so I'm trying to do you know, the rollover right. and push yourself up so that I don't hurt myself. Yeah. Smart. So I think that's that, that's the move, but all this shit is good, but also it's like, um, I don't want to do it when I'm not pregnant. So having this, is, <laughs> you know, so I'm trying to find fun ways or more interesting ways like this kind of stuff to, to get me through. Yeah, making it a little bit more of a choreographed movement or um, a yeah. slightly more challenging posture to execute can pass the time. Because I think that's the rub on the core stuff is it can be a little tedious or boring. Like it's not like exciting, like, oh, wow, great pump. You know, I feel yeah, awesome. Well, I hit a new, I hit new PR. It's like, no, you're just like. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it feels like. Just like count to ten. All right, next side. Yeah. So, but I think I like you this. know now having like access to books and music and podcasts and all that stuff does help. You know, because you can just get something it does. going and you know play that. You know, get a little stretch, get a little core abdominal work, whatnot. You know, expand <laughs> your mind a little bit. You know. You're doing your California accent again. Get some different tools. You know, they, they, and they, they, every time, you know, we, of course, we're going skiing in Sun Valley. And then the kids, you know, we're doing one run with the, you know, with the private coach. And they're saying that we're cold. And I'm saying, no, <laughs> you need to go down four more times. And then we can go into the jacuzzi and have hot chocolate and these things. <laughs> and then say so that they're like making normal people. Do, yeah. They're making them do that, you know, before they're able to toast, you know, with the crystal champagne, you know, like the, the normal <laughs> kids do. And you're just like, oh, okay, yeah, I think I'll, let me write this stuff down. Uh, <laughs> Put it on my vision board. Yeah. What do you do when you're too tired to wake up? You know, think of my mini pony and my mini donkey, Whiskey and Lulu. <laughs> like, oh, okay. I think about the bowl of cereal I'm about to eat. That gets me out of bed. Yeah, so girl. What kind of cereal? What kind of cereal we're we talking about? Sorrel. I'm just doing honey bunches of oats with almonds. I, it, I put a banana wow. in there. Well, Dicing okay, up a I banana will, or putting a whole one. I, <laughs> I will do just a little a little pregnancy blurb here, which is that I am I'm in the second trimester. I'm constantly constantly hungry, and it's not just like casual hunger. It's like It's like, yes. And so I have to eat like, well, I'm just eating all, all day. And so there are meals that sounds best to you. Is it processed foods that sound best to you? You want to eat like carbs, like cereals and that kind of thing, or does like steak and all that shit sound good? You know, most everything sounds good. I did have steak last night and it tasted like, right. It didn't hit right. And I was like, Jason, does this taste normal to you? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, I think this is going to be a no for me for a minute. Um, but I I think like I have been eating 
Not necessarily. It's like I eat like cereal and then I like make myself like a breakfast sandwich. And then I have like, um, like, uh, like a protein shake or like a protein powder thing or something next. So it's like kind of like processed, not processed processed. Yeah. Not like, so I, I try to, I try to Variant. keep like, yeah. Um, cause I, it's like mostly like when I first wake up, I know I need to eat, but I don't have like the time or brain capacity. So I just get myself my cereal. It also gets me out of bed cause I love it so much. And, um, I like a way I do it where it's like, I even like pour the milk in and then I like leave it for a second because it's like so much better after it's like set in milk for a second, which some people think is so gross, but I love it. It's like mush. (laughs) I think people like that. Well, I grew up with my aunt, which now I've talked about her two weeks in a row, but she ate her cereal. Like she had her cereal in a, in one glass and milk in the other glass and she would just, because she hated mushy cereal. So I think in my head, more uh, people are like that than like, like Aunt me. Peggy. Well, <laughs> yeah, which, Aunt Peggy. What was her name? That one Aunt, is Aunt Lydia. Aunt Lydia. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, did you meet him? You met him at my wedding, right? Maybe I in probably passing. did. I don't remember. I mean, I was kind of ignoring your yeah. family. <laughs> uh, they seemed super nice, but, uh, you know, I was Fair trying enough. to dance. They left trying to fucking too. dance. They left early. Um, it's fine. <laughs> um, Trying to dance anyways. to the chocolate fountain, uh, you know, that kind of shows my and priorities. Get the fuck out. Um, so uh, anyways, uh, it is wild. Wild ride. Yeah, I mean, cereal's good. And you do milk. You're not like a yogurt person. I do. Sometimes. Um, I, I like yogurt, but in the morning, first thing nah. I just do. Milk, because I will usually have Greek yogurt later, so I don't want to double mm. up. Mm. But I, I mean, I do. I have. I love it, and I have cottage cheese. God, I love cottage cheese. That I would say that's like I'm in the. I'm almost like a sound vegetarian as I'm saying all these things, but I do uh, eat chicken still. But not really. I mean, you know, you eat a lot of dairy. I mean. Well, it has high protein. I think that's why I was calling it like, that's where I feel like I'm getting a lot of my protein from is, is not as meat centric. Like for what I used to, it was heavy, heavy meat. Yeah. And now it's like a little bit of meat, heavy dairy proteins. So wild, crazy, crazy. I do this Greek yogurt, hundred percent grass fed. Nice. I would expect nothing less. And then I do, um, I think I've told you this, wild blueberries, frozen wild blueberries from Canada, organic. They're strict on their farming up there. Um, And they're wild. They're grown wild, not conventional. Taste Um, any better or what? They're smaller. I like the way they taste. Frozen. And so it adds an interesting kind of temperature and texture to it. And then I do maybe... um, couple of uh, organic raspberries, just like four or five, okay? Yeah. Just in there for a little more than a couple, but... Fermentable fiber. Um, Okay, okay. uh, I don't know, a couplet? I don't know. (laughs) Couple means two? Yeah. So a couple, a couple, a couple of couples? Yeah, a couple of couples. And then I do uh, this sprouted almond butter I've told you about. Oh, Um, yes. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Hard to find. Sprouted organic almond butter from this little company out in Santa Cruz. I got to, I have them ship it right to me. Okay. Wow. I drizzled, drizzle that on there. <laughs> and then I do sprouted walnuts for additional texture. It's so fucking good. It's, it's wow, next a lot level of good. textures. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. A lot of, um, sprouted stuff. Um, take a pic, and, send it over. Let's see it. Yeah. I'll take a pic. I don't know how, I don't know how well it photographs, but you know, Try your best. It's fine. Yeah, I made a video that will go up uh, on the dumbbells and on mine. I'm going to collab with myself um, where I have decided to not care 100% about aesthetics because that's a huge deal on Instagram. If you can imagine, um, everyone's got to have the cutest little everything. And so today my my sink was filled with dirty dishes <laughs> and I just made my video anyway. And I had the urge to clean it up. I was like, I should put on some makeup. I just didn't. And I'm just going to see how it goes. If people care or if people unfollow or if people follow, you know, I want to see where people are going to draw their line in the sand. Um, but it's just cottage cheese on a piece of bread. Um, I got the cottage cheese from the store in Van Nuys and I got the bread from the same store in Van Nuys <laughs> and mm. then everything but the bagel seasoning. It's mm. so good. That's so good. does it photograph well? No, but it's damn good. So I'm going to tell you, take a pic. People will love it. Yeah, maybe I will. Maybe I'll sketch it. I don't know. We'll see. Oh, we'll see interesting. You. If that's an option, maybe sketch it. Yeah. <laughs> maybe send it to like a, a person that can do like a charcoal. Or watercolor or something like that. Like, uh -huh. look at Stanger's yeah. yogurt riding a dune buggy, <laughs> or like playing tennis or something. Uh, you know, I don't know. We'll see what happens. No promises. I uh, I think for the listeners that you should do a, like a what's a grocery list uh, look like for you because it's got to be freaking hilarious to a it's normal be person. Nuts. It'd be nuts. <laughs> All right, you want to wrap this thing up? Let's do it. Uh, if you guys have a question for us, something you'd like to talk about us, something you'd like us to screw down a little further core-wise, you can reach us at askthedumbbells at gmail.com. Also a good place if you want to show off or brag. Um, send us your f breakfast photos. Uh, yeah. I like looking at food pics. I follow a lot of food accounts on Instagram. Uh, cheers, guys. Um, you know, all these <laughs> different fun, you know, stuff I don't personally eat, but I like watching other people eat it. Uh, whatever that means for me <laughs> psychologically. Um, also they got, we got social media, Aaron. Yep. At the dumbbells across all social medias. We're there. We're having fun. We're having fun. Uh, posting a lot. A lot of white hot content. Check it out, dudes. On behalf yep. of myself and Aaron McGowan, we are the Dumbbells and all our wonderful listeners out there. We like to remind everybody to train dirty, eat clean, and live in between. I forgot what I was saying right as I was saying it. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>